Hi and welcome back to Outcare. Welcome back to Arts Care. Today I'm gonna be your host, and I'm Ming-Ching. I'm a third-year bioscience student, and we have a very special guest here with us today.、Um, so let's introduce her to you guys. It's Gifta. She's a second-year econ student、yes. in G30 programs. Yes. So,、uh, Gifta, can you introduce yourself? Yes. A bit more about yourself. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Hello, everyone. My name is Gifta. I'm a second year, as Angina said, second year economics student from the G30 International Program. And aside from that, I'm also currently a member of a dance group Neon and、um, the president for Lufsa. Thank you so much for having me here. No, thank you so much for in- accepting our invitation and <laughs> just talking with us right here, right now. <laughs> So、um, you've been here in Japan for like two years. Yes. Well, I'm actually this is actually my second year, second semester. Oh, sorry. Yeah, second year, second semester. So how is the experience so far? Japan is so great. Like everything is so great. Everyone is so accepting, and especially the people here in Nagoya University, they're all very welcoming towards me, like towards everyone. And aside from that,、um, not only just the friends, but Even the professors here are very nice,、mm-hmm. and I find it very amusing that I can just casually talk with my professors, like for example, just for a lunch together or just casual talks, you know, right? Not only just for academic stuff, but just like anything in general.、Mm-hmm. But yeah, everyone here is very welcoming, and even、mm-hmm. the Japanese students themselves. Like remember, if you remember in first year before COVID happened, we used to have welcome parties, right? Right. That like that was nice. Nasukashi, this and good old times. I、right? know, right? And the Japanese people here, they are willing to communicate with us international students. So I would say that there's no segregation between us and the Japanese students, right?、Mm-hmm. So yeah, overall, everyone here is just very、um, welcoming and just. Friendly to me, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I agree. Right. So, like, why did you come to? Like, why did you decide to come to Japan in the first place?、Mm, for me, um, because ah,、uh, as I said before, I want to study economics.、Mm. Um, and in Indonesia, there's a there has been a lot of international companies and especially Japanese MNC companies who are like. Investing in Indonesia,、mm-hmm. so this kind of got me thinking that oh maybe it'll be nice, right? If I have a, if I graduated from a Japanese university,、mm-hmm. and it also and if I go to a Japanese university, I will be able to learn the language as well.、Mm-hmm. And if I'm able to master this language within the four years that I'm here, then that would be a really good selling point. Of me, that's like true, in comparison true, to like、true. the other um like employees, like future employees. So、mm. yeah, I guess that's why I really want to go to Japan. Um, I don't know about like humanities and social sciences、mm-hmm. that much because um me myself is a bioscience student and、mm-hmm. how is like being econ student like and what do you like the most about your major? Mm, I think I've said this before, but probably the professors. Yeah. Like the professors here are just very nice, even though the classes are very demanding. For example,、mm. I mean this is not an economics specialized courses, but、uh, for example, calculus. You've taken calculus before, right? Right. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, the class is just very demanding. Or it's also because I'm not that talented mathematics wise,、mm. but because the professors are just very enthusiastic、mm. of teaching us. Mm, so that's true. You can't help but just liking the subject, you、yeah. know. Like, and there's this funny story that、um, 
me and my friend, like we're both in econs major and we were like, I don't think we can take it anymore. I think we need to kind of drop it. And we went to the class already. And you know that there's this sheet that we need to fill in yeah. if we want to drop out the class, mm -hmm. but we still need the professor's signature. And then we went to the class and we were already, we were late at that time. And then we were like, oh, sorry, professor, uh, but we want to drop out from your class. And then the professor was like, no, no, sit, sit down first. <laughs> I can imagine him like saying that. Exactly. Right? When I took calculus, that's mm. what I did as well. Like I gave up on the class and right? I wanted to drop it. And I said it to the professor. And he was oh, like, you no, right? you can do better. Right? Just, <laughs> just pull through. And I was like, huh? I don't, do you I, believe in me? I, I, do, like, I don't even believe in myself, but he yeah. believes in us. <laughs> That's so nice. I know. And he always said, like, oh, you're already midway through. Like, I know you can just do this. It's just another half of a term. And I was like, okay, I'll try. And then, yeah, I somehow passed that class. And, well, yay. yay. That's kind of for passing calculus. <laughs> That's <kind of> for me. <laughs> I mean, that's like a liberal arts course, right? But aside mm. from that, even the economics department themselves, the professor there are all like, they're all as enthusiastic as mm. like what I mentioned earlier. Mm. And for example, for me, oh, um, so uh, one thing, um, about the econs department that I didn't know before I entered the university is that I didn't know how heavy this course is uh. in relation with math. When you thought of like econs and math, like the first thing that pops up to your mom would, your mind would be finance or accounting, yeah, right? Yes. But it's not only that, but apparently some professors also do proving and such. And I was like mind blown because I didn't expect this much math. And, and apparently, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, people who are read, who are listening to this. Um, most of us here in the econs department, um, kind of tend to, go towards the business side uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, management yeah. side or I would say finance side mm. I mean for me I wanted to study finance mm, not really like statistics and stuff right I mean statistics we use it in business mm. but um, that's the thing you know when you think of econs and math yeah. it would be statistics but it's not only that but there's also econometrics and other stuff like for example um, game theory and uh, like a lot of probability and I was just quite mind blown I didn't know that we use a lot of this Mm. And yeah, um, but apparently we have a lot. And yeah, I guess most of us tend to go towards the management side. But <laughs> I just find it funny. <laughs> like nobody expected us this. But then the teacher who teaches us these econometrics and economy, mathematical economics, she's very dedicated and very mm. welcoming to us as well. And um, me and like, uh, so I'm living with like two of my roommates. Like shout out to my roommates, Annie and Ra Raisa. Yes, <laughs> we yes. we were um, confused. Of we were confused most of her most of the time during her class. So we decided that oh maybe we should try go to office hour. Mm. And when we went there, um, we actually get to know more about the professor. So not only the professor teaches us even a more in depth. Um, in depth explanation mm -hmm. about the subject, and which makes us even understand it even more mm -hmm. but we get to know th about the professor as well so that's yeah. great yeah i really i'm really thankful like i'm really grateful mm. that the professors would actually give us such office hours mm. and just allocate their time to just um educate us more yeah i feel like thoroughly. it's just nice to get mm. to know more of your professors yeah not only as instructors but like as a person you know yeah yeah exactly major no no career paths for mm. econ student mm, i'm not quite sure but <laughs> of course but for me i mean i wanted to go to finance and apparently most of my friends also wanted to go to finance mm. but i mean um not only this, but I think I also know that some of my um, senpai also does internship in the HR department, mm. in the human resource department. So I guess I would say it's quite flexible. Mm. Um, so it's, going to economics major doesn't only mean that you need to go 
pursue everything in economics but mm. it also goes to like other bra- branches like for example like management although management is not a branch of economics but it's like similar mm. and we all we are also learning management courses in this economics program and I think most of um my most of the alumni mm. they would continue to graduate school mm. either to go to like um, management or um economics they pursue economics degree mm. like further so you but, guys have a lot of like broad choices yeah 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 even like some of us also just um work in the japanese company straight away i'm not quite close with that uh senpai so i don't know like which department is she in but i know that some people also work in hr department mm. and yeah and even finance i'm pretty sure yeah so yeah pretty flexible i would say That's true. For science, mm-hmm. it's like either you do science mm-hmm. or science-related stuff. Right. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. you can choose like different paths, obviously. But then career path is quite, um, how do you say, limited. Mm, yeah. So then, eh? uh, but I think even if like you're graduated from science and you want to. For example, study MBA, master in business, masters in business administration. I think a lot of people did it, mm. like um, in their bachelor degree, they did something science or like engineering related, but then they wanted to switch to like management side. I think it's also a lot for you guys, right? Mm. Mm. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I think it's a great time to move on to our next uh, section. Mm-hmm. And so for listeners. Who doesn't uh, who don't know about Gifta? Um, she's wearing uh, something very beautiful, which is hijab. Thank you. And um, so, how is the experience of um, being Muslim? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just how was the experience so far? Mm. I mean, for me, the experience is quite normal. I guess I guess what you said earlier as well. I've been growing up as a Muslim. I grew up in a Muslim family. Um, all of my families are Islam, and I guess in Indonesia it's also, um, I would say it's a law as well for you to have at least one religion. So mm. I really, it's not like I've tried to have another religion in my life, right? so I really don't know mm. how different it how different it is by being like a Muslim. But I guess even though at first, of course, it seemed it, I mean. Um, if you observe it, it seems like I need to mm-hmm. be Muslim, right? Um, quotation mark, quotation mark, forced to be Muslim because mm-hmm. I grew up. I mean, everybody in my environment is Muslim, but um, as I grew up more and I'm more exposed to other religion, and of course, like in Indonesia, we have a lot of religion as well. Um, I believe that. I am more comfortable as well mm. with being a Muslim, and the values that are taught by my teacher, like we call, um, I would say, like masters in like Islam, we call them ustad. I would say, mm. like a pastor. Mm. Um, what what this ustad has told me about Islam as well, it correlates with my value as a person as well. Um, So I get like even from the very minimum things, for example, like just keeping ourselves like um, clean and just try to um, connect more with our God and just be peaceful and just even just being nice to people, which is I would say a very general thing, not even only Muslim but like all religion does mm. practice. But it just correlates with me, and I don't feel like there is any. Um, Um, how could I say it? Like, I don't think any of my values are um, disturbed mm-hmm. by my religion. So I guess it's nice. Although, of course, being a Muslim means that. Um, so we need to do this prayer five times a day. So first, you need to pray um, in the morning before sunrise, and then at noon, and then in the afternoon, and then um, after sunset and at night. Mm. And of course, like 
doing this prayer, at first, I also feel like it's a burden for me. I mean, of course, up until now, I sometimes I also think that it's a burden. Like, for example, mm-hmm. when I'm doing my work and I need to take a break for this from this work and I need to pray and then I need to go back. So it kind of, in my opinion, it kind of um, distract my momentum as well mm-hmm. sometimes. But what I feel from doing these prayers is that uh, my mind becomes more peaceful and mm-hmm. I will just be more relaxed. And I just feel that I'm closer to God. I, I think, mm-hmm. I mean, this is just like my experience as a Muslim, right? So um, I think um, it's nice. I wouldn't say it's nice because I, it's nice, but I think it's a normalize mm-hmm. because that's what I've been like grown up with. And this, is ha- this has been my whole life. So nothing's unusual about it, I guess. That's yeah. true. And I guess while wearing a hijab, I think a lot of people has often asked me like, "Hey, Gifta, <laughs> is it hot wearing a hijab?" <laughs> like, I mean, sure, especially, like especially like during summer, right? Yeah, in yeah, Japan. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's in Japan, and everybody's been saying that. Oh, it's so humid. How can you survive with that? But personally, for me, I think because I've been using it since I was like prime a prime since I was in primary school mm-hmm. so it really doesn't make any difference and especially in Indonesia it's hot and when I, w- I w- when I was in junior high school I was in a public school right and mm-hmm. um, we do not have AC so imagine it's humid it's Indonesia and no AC and I need to use hijab but I guess because I've experienced the worst so when I'm here it doesn't feel that annoying <laughs> Mm. so i'm really used to it and if people ask me do i feel hot or not i don't i just feel hot when i need to use like <laughs> long sleeve clothes and like um winter clothes mm. but no i think it's fine because <laughs> indonesia's weather is quite similar to japan's summer right like yeah. humidity wise but like probably yeah so like maybe you mm. got used to it. Yeah, mm. I guess. Yeah, and I guess in Indonesia because the electricity is very cheap, so we just keep on like using the AC. <laughs> and I live with my parents, so I don't need to care about my money. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and here I need to like think about okay, if I need to use the AC, I need to like spend this much. That's so, true. Yeah, I didn't feel it that hard in Indonesia, and I mean, in here if I'm like feel hot, I can just go to I don't know the library mm. <laughs> and use their air conditioner, but or combini. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I see. Um, I know that um, Muslims have um, some sort of dietary preference. Right, 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 yeah, right. Which is halal food, right? Yes. And is it hard for you to find halal food in Japan? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So this may, I think, um, for me personally, mm-hmm. I mean, eating halal food means that we're trying to eat. Um, clean food mm-hmm. um, like um, for example I mean for us um, we we prefer on not eating butaniku and we would go for um, uniku, um beef or chicken or anything that is not mm-hmm. butaniku because I guess oh, I'm very not religious guys so don't <laughs> um, don't fully trust my word this is what I've been taught to but mm-hmm. me personally I'm not religious so yeah correct me if I'm wrong like I have so mm-hmm. many stuff that I need to improve on but I guess uh, because I guess they eat grass so I guess it's healthy beef kind of yeah beef mm-hmm. like the beef they eat grass right and like chicken they eat grass and no oh sorry <laughs> never mind they don't eat grass <laughs> Yeah, um, but I guess what they eat, we feel that it's um, clean, Mm. I guess. So, um, yeah. Compared to like what um, pigs are fed with, right? Yeah, yes. Thank you. Yes. Mm. I guess um, eating halal food for us, uh, in my understanding, I'm not as religious as others. But from what I've been told is that... We prefer to eat something that is already blessed and something that is already at mm-hmm. their finest state so that it goes to our body, mm-hmm. right? So um, especially um, I mean, in my country, they slaughter these animals. They always, uh, before they slaughter them, they always mm-hmm. pray and they try to draw out the 
impurities as much as they can, for example, mm -hmm. the blood. That's why it seems as if it's already, it's blessed and at its finest state. And right before we eat it, we oh. cook and then we eat it. So, wow. Um, yeah, that's what I've been told as well, mm -hmm. as, I guess. And for the alcohol, I guess we, I think it's also because we, don't want alcohol to hinder our thoughts. Correct me if I'm wrong, but because I've never been drunk before. <laughs> but sometimes when you, I mean, of course you make bad decisions even when you're not drunk, but at least there's always this conscious mind. mind. Yeah, conscious mind who's telling you to, no, don't do it. Yeah. But I guess through drinking alcohol, um, it blurs a bit. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, I'm, I've never been drunk before. So I guess um, that's why we think that we try to prevent ourselves from eating this non-halal and this alcohol. And um, in here, of course, you can still get these halal meat in halal stores or oh, even like... You mean the halal halal meat? Yes, halal halal meat. <laughs> <laughs> halal halal meat, you can get it in stores. And um, even there are also quite a lot of restaurants who also mm. sell these halal halal meat mm. food. But despite that, for me personally, I would still also go to like the regular um, chicken or beef as well. And of course, you can get it here as long as it's not, it doesn't contain mm. anything, um, pork, any pork in it, you can still get it. But of course, these halal meat is still available everywhere in Japan. I see. Mm -hmm. There's a halal store next to right next to right next to you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah. There's um, a re halal restaurant called Mega Kebab. Oh, I do arubaito there. Actually, guys, <laughs> come during my shift. Oh, the guys, Mega Kebab is very nice. Yeah, I love them. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Yes. So come. the halal store next to university, they sell the mm -hmm. halal halal meat. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. that's great. Yeah, and yeah, a lot of I see a lot of Indonesians there as well, mm. and not only Indonesians, like people around the world, yeah. even the non-Muslim ones. Mm. I also saw them coming. <laughs> I buy my meat from there. Oh, cause, really? Because they have this very nice, um, big frozen. <laughs> right, 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 right. And they're very good and tasty. I love it. Mm. Mm. Personally, myself, I've never bought meat from the store. I'll, I'll try next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And yeah, you just mentioned about Mega Kebab, but then is there any other um, halal mm, restaurants and places that, I, that you like to go? Mm, I think... Uh, especially in Nagoya. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. I think there's a... I mean, for me, because I'm Indonesian, and then during this, um, so we often have the celebration right after Ramadan, which is a period where we fast. Mm. And it, we call it Eid Fitri. Mm. And... During this time, me and my friend were Indonesian and we were like, oh, I kind of want to eat some Indonesian food. So there's this Indonesian restaurant called Sama Sama. And we talk a lot with the, um, what is it, with the chef. And he actually mentioned that he will only cook halal food. Wow. So And it's in Nagoya. So um, shout out to... Sama Sama? Yes. So Sama Sama is doitashimashite. So thank you um. in Indonesian means terima kasih so mm. when I say terima kasih for example if I say terima kasih to you you will answer it with sama-sama like you're welcome yeah you're welcome yes mm. yeah 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 yeah. I see mm. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I've never tried like Indonesian food before hey, like, oh. like so just recently very recently my friend mm -hmm. um, who is also Indonesian mm -hmm. and she like offered me Kindly offered me some Indonesian meal. I think oh. it was um, nasi goreng eh. and buhim goreng. Yeah, buhim goreng. Bihun, 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 bihun. Bihun goreng. It was so tasty. Thank it was so good. It was you. like, what, what, what? <laughs> I honestly really want to try Mongolian food as well, and especially horse meat. I've been dying, like I've been wanting really? to try it, but I don't know where. I've never tried horse meat before. <laughs> You've never? I've okay, never like, tried. Oh, um, tell me some like Mongolian food that you would recommend, that you've tried before. <laughs> so um, there's this food called tovun in Mongolia. Tovun? Tovun. 
Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> and so it's basically like Japanese yakisoba, but then the noodle is not like um, thin. It's very mm. thick, and we make the um, prepare the noodles by ourselves ah. every time we make like serving. So Whoa. it's very thick and just nice and firm. But oh, yeah. do, you, do you think they sell it here? Yeah, they have, like, I think there's one Mongolian restaurant in <gasps> Nagoya. Eh, oh my gosh. I didn't, Bring me there sometime. <laughs> I didn't go there, but then my friends uh, went there and they say it was pretty good. Oh. So I would recommend that restaurant if you want to try Oh, too. thank you. We can go there next time. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Go there. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So just now you mentioned about Ramadan, right? Mm-hmm. And Ramadan was recently. Oh, yeah, it was, it it was, was pretty recent, yeah, right? Yeah, it's really recent. It's like a month ago, if I'm not mistaken. I completely forgot. It. I guess mm. it's a month ago. <laughs> Time just so, flew by so fast. Yeah, yeah I guess it's a um, month ago. How is mm. Ramadan for you? Mm. Mm. For listeners who might have not know what Ramadan is, so it's a I would say it's a holy month for us where um, we try to fast, mm. but um, so we try to not eat and drink for before sunrise until before until after sunset. Mm-hmm. So the purpose of us doing this, if I'm not mistaken, as far as I know, it's to try to it's to try to control ourselves from our mm. wants. So, for example, it's not only for wanting to eat or drink, but it's also to... Teach um, you self-discipline. Right? Yes, teach you self-discipline, exactly. For example, I try to... Um, I mean, I'm a huge K-pop fan, so I try to watch less K-pop <laughs> stuff as well during this period. So it's really just like self-control. Oh, so like, not only about food, right? Yes, oh. but a way for us to do it at first is through food, I guess. Mm. And it is this Ramadan season, uh, Ramadan month, sorry. And what I think is very different about Ramadan here in Japan and back in Indonesia is the period. Mm. I mean, of course, it's um, so in Indonesia, we should stop eating by like 4.30 till 5. And mm. we can start eating again at 6. But in here... 6 in the morning? Oh, sorry. 4.30 a.m. Mm. We need to stop eating by then until really? 5 a.m. And oh. we, need, we can only eat again 6 p.m. But in here, we need to stop eating by like 3 a.m., like around 3 a.m. Wow. 3 3 until Mm 3.30 a.m., I would say. And we need to start eating again like 7 p.m. So it's very different. So yeah, that's like one major Mm -hmm. difference. But I guess because I've been used to doing this since when I was a little... Since mm-hmm. I since I was little, mm-hmm. so I'm used to it. So it's not a burden in my mm-hmm. opinion, because I mean it's just like regular thing, I guess. Mm. I see. Yeah, and I guess one um, hard thing is that for us, for example, after you fast the whole day, mm-hmm. you tend to like oh at night oh I really want to eat so I yeah I fight like <laughs> a lot right, but it's really wrong. You're not supposed to do this. Really. So because in the end of the day, if if you buy let's say like a lot of stuff, you will just eat a lot like cheese eye stuff. Mm. Um, you won't eat everything. So that also is a self-discipline. You need to control yourself there. Mm. So that is also like um a challenge. Mm. Mm. But I see. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. For even for me, like I tried like fasting before. <laughs> just like, hey. not like not like for a long time, for only a day or uh. two days. And it was very hard. Like oh. I couldn't get through the day. And I was I just constantly wanted to eat food and drink <laughs> coffee. And oh. I was like, how do people do that? Oh yeah. thank you. Yeah. Oh thank you. That's an amazing culture. Thank you. Also, um eight is like mm-hmm. Indonesian Indonesian national celebration, right? Right, right, right. We used and to I remember mm-hmm. I remember my friends were like celebrating eight just recently. Right, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So back in Indonesia usually we would uh, meet up with our big family. Mm. But in here, because we can't really meet our family, we can't just go back <laughs> to Indonesia, right? Mm. So um last time for me I went um me and my Indonesian friends, not only Indonesian friends, actually, like Muslim friends that I have, like we would meet up in our house and we would cook. 
some Indonesian food and we would just eat together. That's nice. Yeah, that's what we did last time. Oh, what about you? Like, do you, is there some like, Oh yeah, for, uh, same as, as well? same for uh, Mongolians as well, because the Mongolian community here is pretty uh, big, I would say. Like, mm. um, so whenever there's a Mongolian national celebration, mm-hmm. we gather together mm. and like cook some Mongolian <gasps> food. So nice! It's just nice, right? Yeah, like. And at least you get to like speak in your own language. Yeah, 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 yeah. And at least it's the closest that you can be with your family yeah. while you're here, right? Just so, like Chisai family. Like, mm, I think it's very nice <laughs> to have those gatherings with your um, country people yeah, time to time. I agree. Mm. So I was wondering just now, like since you're in Japan and mm-hmm. Muslim, and then um, is there any like misconception? Uh, personally, um, the only when you said misconception, the mm. only thing that pops up to my mind is the misconception of how hot it is using hijab. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. But other than that, I personally, mm. I'm not educated enough to know about these misconceptions, I guess. Mm. But because I mean, for me, I'm a Muslim myself, and uh, I would say people might be scared that. For example, people who use hijab, they might be scared that they're segregated from the society and such. But me, as a person who is using hijab and currently is living in Japan, I don't feel like the I don't feel such difference. Mm. I feel like we're the same. It's not like anybody would just like stare at you when you're wearing a hijab. That's I don't true. think so. Mm. Um, I personally feel like it's normal. Mm. So I want to tell anybody who maybe who are currently thinking of wanting to go to Japan and they're currently using a hijab like for example mm. someone who are currently not in Japan right now who, let's say in Indonesia and they're wearing a hijab and they're scared mm. of wearing a hijab in Japan don't be scared mm. um, at first I was also actually quite scared that oh what if like I might uh, get segregated and stuff no don't be afraid like such thing does not happen here everybody mm. here again back to my point everyone is so welcoming Everybody will welcome you, whoever you want. Like mm. being different does not mean that it's weird. No, yeah, yeah. They will yeah. just like welcome you. Like seriously, yeah. you're you're the same. You're you're just the same person. We're all human. Mm. Yeah, I think that was a very great advice for <laughs> future um, students in our and also to our listeners who are kind of like self-conscious about themselves. Yeah, as being a foreigner in Japan mm. because of the language barriers and like mm. culture differences but then mm. yeah Japanese people are very understanding mm. and they are very kind and helpful I agree I yeah. agree I agree I agree yeah they have this very um great empathy towards yeah. us I would say I agree I agree yeah and I think um it's a good time to move on to our next session oh okay <laughs> so it's our tradition um called rapid fire questions Woo! So I'm gonna ask you a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. So you have to answer as quick as possible. Okay, I'll try. Are you Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Favorite season? Spring. Best coffee at school? Um, I don't know. Blank. Coffee blank. Coffee blank. Mm. <laughs> coffee or tea? Coffee. Fic- um, favorite fictional character? from Academia. I see. Um, coolest thing you know. Coolest thing I know. Mm. Um, my favorite band, Stray Kids, like favorite K-pop band. Favorite K-pop band <laughs> just recently won this survival show called Kingdom. Yes. Wow! Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think anybody knows here. Yeah, shout out. Stray Kids is a K-pop group. Yes. <laughs> okay. Funniest person you know? Um, Annie and Raisa. My roommates. <laughs> Favorite food? Um, noodle. Noodle? Noodle. I just ate that yesterday. Mm. Yes. Indomie in general. Um, yes. It's, Indomie is so great. Oh, you know Indomie? Yes. Yeah, In, yeah. Shout out Indomie is a um, famous instant noodle from Indonesia. Mm. And it's very cheap and it's very good. Yes. Hot or cold? Cold. Mm. Favorite place on earth? My apartment. <laughs> That's true. I agree. I totally agree. <laughs> mm. Pets or wild animals? 
wild animals because I can never take care of my own pets. Even though I've been wanting to. Mm. Like when I, I remember when I was a kid, I've been telling my mom like, oh, I see my friends having having cats at their house. I really want to, I really want cats as well. But my mom was like, I know that you're not, I know knowing from how you behave, you're not able, mm. you're not capable of um, um, taking care of pets. So no, <laughs> I mean, true. Me, myself, I barely take care of myself. I don't think I can take care of my pet. So what animal? You know Sorry. what's funny? That's what my mom used to tell me. <laughs> okay, so moving on mm-hmm. to the next section. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned that you are a member of a G30 dance group. Yes. N30 and Neon. Yes. So how did you find out about this dance group and why mm-hmm. did you decide to join? And why did you like... Um, why do you like to dance in the first place? Mm, for me personally, I mean, I've been, maybe some listener might have noticed, but I've been a huge K-pop fan ever since when I was in primary school. Mm. And, you know, I mean, K-pop is very cr- closely related with mm. um, dancing, right? So I would just like try and like follow them. But it's just like a really mere following, but I didn't get to actually dance since I was in uh, until I'm in high school, where I actually join a circle after school, um, mm. like a co-curricular activity. And from then, I was like, oh, okay, um, I actually enjoy dancing. Mm. And before like, before I went to university, I actually searched on Google, oh, um, is there any dance circle in the <laughs> university? And I tried searching on Google, but they said that there's none. Really? And I was so sad. Yeah, I really? couldn't find anything. And I was so sad about it, right? Mm. And then fortunately, um, my tutor, so when you came here first mm. year, first semester, you got assigned a tutor, right? Yeah. And fortunately, my tutor is part of this K- um, dance cover group mm. called Neon. Mm. And I just casually asked her, you know, like, oh, you know, I've been searching for a dance circle here, but I can't find any, dude. Is there actually no dance circle here? And then my tutor was like, I'm actually part of this new dance circle. And I was like, is this fate? Get me inside the circle. That's a fate. I know, right? You were born to dance. Oh, hell no. (laughs) But I guess, yeah, I was already sad, you know, like all of my friends in high school, they Mm. were... They have been saying that, oh, I will definitely continue dancing. But then there's me. There's no such thing as dance circle in Nagoya University. But apparently there are. So not only Neon, but there's also, I think my friend is part of a new style. It's a big dance community. It's international dance community? It's not international, though. Uh, It's a Japanese. Japanese, yeah. So Mm. apparently there are a lot. So, Mm. yeah. So I guess there are more than, you know than what's on the web. So just come to our, uni- come to our university and ask people. Mm. They will know more. <laughs> yeah. So you guys recently released some cover videos on YouTube channel, yes, right? On your you. YouTube channel. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was so good. Thank you. Yeah, I think we filmed that like around two to three months ago. Mm. Um, so for yeah, um, we decided that because it's COVID, mm. we don't really have any opportunities to perform. So we were like, oh, why don't we make a dance cover videos? Mm. And we're currently, we've been practicing to make a cover video. Mm. So help, so for those of you who don't know, please search N30N Dance mm. in, on YouTube. We are going to post once every two weeks. And not only that, we also have an Instagram channel and we usually post our practices there. Mm. Yes. Dancing is like, you have to practice a lot, right? Yeah. And I would say that's uh, some sort of co- um, commitment. Um, true. Mm. But I guess because I think of it as a way for me to um, like have fun, to like mm. meet, meet, with, meet yeah. with my friends and just like quotation mark exercise mm. and I enjoy doing it so it doesn't feel like a burden of course we kind of need to practice like three times per week mm. but I think it's nice because I enjoy k-pop as well mm. but honestly it's not that long like for example the newest cover that we did um we only practiced for two weeks oh wow and we did that you guys <laughs> yeah. are so good thank you no 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 um it just happened that um my friends they're like all the people there, they're very 
good at it so they're also helping me mm. personally I don't think I'm a good dancer but because they managed to learn it earlier and then they helped me with everything so again it's really thanks to my friends mm. it's really it's really a teamwork I guess so yeah thank you Yay. and also <laughs> also for listeners who don't know about Gifta She's mm-hmm. also um, a president of this student organization called yes. NOFSA. Yes. So how was the experience um, being with NOFSA? And like, um, how was the experience of, how was the experience of like being the president, you know? Um, honestly, for me, up until now, I still don't know why I'm the president. <laughs> I don't think I'm worthy of that title. Seriously? No. no, like seriously. Honestly, the reason why, in my opinion, and I've been thinking of this the whole time, the reason why we are progressing in NUFSA and the reason why I can be the leader of NUFSA is because of my friends. Mm. Really, like everything, my friends always support me. For example, if there's a lot of... Um, stuff that I can't do, my friends would help me as well. They would be very proactive in this and um, they would also give their suggestions and anything. And during the meeting, everybody is also active mm. and not only just making like events and such, but we would also have like gatherings mm. and we would just be close as a group in general. So even though it's a student association group who real, whose main purpose is making events mm. for students, we also, I would say, we bond very tightly. Mm. Like, That's true. you're That's also true. in NUISG, right? You can mm. feel that the bonds between the members. Yeah. Like, by just being in a student organization, you bond more with your members and just... Um, mm talk to each other more and it's just fun you know that's true right and it's not like i think it's just beyond the definition because mm-hmm. of like, like working yeah of like working because you, mm-hmm. you 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 not only just work and do stuff mm-hmm. um, and then organize events and stuff but then you also like kind of bond with those people in a sense that you guys are almost like a family yeah here. i agree um i think that's I, what i felt mm, uh, that's what i feel of nuisg mm, and i think like um for you guys and also like kofsa people it's it would be it's basically the same right right i think from the last gathering one of our members said that nusa is low-key their safe space and i was so touched with the person said that and i actually agree and i'm pretty sure you agree as well for like nusg as well um it's just like even though you are organizing events but because of this teamwork that you've built in this group Mm. it's just really nice to be there it's like a safe spot for you Mm. to let out your thoughts and just be friends in general it's true. So, mm. like, I would really like to recommend for our listeners who are not any part of any of these groups, student associations, like, if you have time and if you want to mm-hmm. commit, mm-hmm. And just give it a try and you will never, like, regret your choice. I agree. I agree. Mm. I agree. Actually, by being in a student association, it also helps me step out and be mm. more... Right. And it's just like, proactive. Be and more proactive. Like, more social. Yeah. Yeah. It helps you, like improve yourself I as agree. well yeah mm. just be a happier self mm. i guess mm. yeah wait I, I thought of something very interesting mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very random okay mm, it's okay and um, so if you have listened through our podcast up until this point you may have realized that gifta has this very um, bubbly and confident um, no. <laughs> personality. Thank you. And I just want to ask, like, have you been always like this? And or um, like, or was it some kind of like <laughs> growth, growth, <laughs> like personality, uh, go- like personality growth? Mm. Personally, because I'm doing my life myself, so I don't really see that much of a change. But then now that I think about it, I think. Yeah, actually, in primary, when I was in primary primary school, I was quite shy. I don't really 
interact with people that much mm. and I would feel very self-conscious about myself mm. um yeah primary school was kind of tough for me to socialize with people but it's not until high school when I joined I think I mentioned earlier I joined a dance community mm-hmm. uh, like a, ja- a dance co-curricular activity mm-hmm. and this really brings out my inner confidence Mm. I would say, or maybe it's because I'm performing as well. That's why I'm like trying to let mm. up my confidence. But I don't think this is the only point. I think it's also because I'm in a organization mm-hmm. and I get to know more of my kohai, my senpai, a- anyone, and just try to interact with more people. Mm-hmm. And just by being in an organization, it really helps me to, I guess, um, interact more with people. And by interacting with people, I guess I'm... I'm become happier i mean as humans we're social beings right mm. so i guess it really helps me to just be more confident and socialize with people more mm. and i guess that's a major turning point <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah uh, and it's not only me i think it's also because of the friends that um uh, that are around me mm-hmm. they're also very first accepting and they're also very um outgoing yeah. as well so um i would just like be as as, as outgoing as them i guess mm-hmm. um yeah again it's well because of my friends they're all very fun to be with so i feel that mm-hmm. oh it's i guess i become this bubbly personality <laughs> that you've told about me just yeah. Now. yeah i really like that about yourself no thank you yeah Mm. and then yeah so we're coming towards the end of our podcast very soon and i would like to ask one last question Mm -hmm. and which is like do you have any advice for um younger students Mm. like in terms of studying or just like uh socializing or like Mm -hmm being confident in yourself Mm. for me i think um one major advice that i would really recommend to people Mm. for the academic stuff uh, the academic side Mm. is that you should really go to office hours like all professors here in nagoya university they offer you office hours right Mm. and by just going to this office hours you would understand the um subject more Mm -hmm. and not only that you will also get to know your professors more Mm. and this really Uh, makes me I mean in my opinion for me this really makes me understand the subject more Mm -hmm. and again get to know the professor more Um, and not only that I think you've mentioned it earlier as well um, for the social side I guess I really recommend people to join a circle or just student association groups Mm. circles to yeah to just build your connection that's true and um yeah it just interact more with people yeah. it will especially during this pandemic mm. um interacting with more people i mean mm. not like of course with like social distance mm. and such i think it will really help to um kind of stabilize your mental health like your stu- mm-hmm. That's stress true. That's level true. yeah so yeah i think those two are like the most important thing that i think is important is really beneficial for me in my college life mm. i feel like like getting out of your comfort zone is mm. a bit hard in the beginning mm. but once you get out mm-hmm. and you realize you have so much to discover mm. and unleash mm. and you know you have so many connections to make mm. and then you have so many people to meet mm. and it's all very exciting mm. so i agree mm, so i think for listeners um we're kind of not, we're kind of like not really um, confident in their self. In their self, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they can try to um, always go reach out to these groups, mm-hmm. reach out to your friends. Honestly, reach out to my friends. The reason I really want to thank all my friends, like I feel that I'm very blessed that I am uh, gifted with these very um, welcoming and outgoing friends Mm -hmm. so really your friends will always be there to help you that's true so just always reach out to them and another way of you to get more friends is through student association groups right Mm. so 
really reach out to these people. They're really helpful. They're mm. very nice. Mm-hmm. Yay. That's true. I agree. Right. Mm. So um, as our tradition for our <laughs> real last question, one mm-hmm. last question, <clears throat> we ask our guests um, what, what, are, what are their uh, biggest otakaris for the week. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I would say for the past week, I was able to do my experiments and also um, to do presentations in classes oh, and so also I did my very first uh, journal club presentation oh. in lab and I was a bit inexperienced but then the, I <laughs> yeah I did that and I think that was the biggest otsukare for me um for the past week otsukare <laughs> for myself so how about you mm, for me I guess uh we uh for the past week we finished a dance video mm-hmm. and also this is not really for the past week but um, several weeks ago, um, my friends and I, we went on a business competition mm-hmm. and we managed to get third place. Yay! Yay wow! <laughs> like a business That's game amazing. competition. Yeah. My friends there, oh, kudos for them, like a uh, shout out to them. Thank you so much for helping me there. Mm. And that, and this also kind of for midterm. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, midterm in general. Are over. For managing midterm. Oh, I still have midterm this week. for everyone who finished with their midterms. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for having me here. It was really nice to talk to you and I got to know you uh, more. And then, and, yeah, well, also our listeners. So and then, yeah, it was so nice to have you on our podcast. Yeah, it's really nice to be here, seriously. Thank you so much for help um having me here and again thank you so much shout out to NUISG thank you so much for Aww. making the effort and doing this you guys did an amazing amazing job and I think this Otsukare Otsukare um will really help people I mean not only mine but like everybody's mm. Otsukare is just really um inspiring in my mm. opinion as a listener of Otsukare Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening us and then we will see you on our next episode. And Otsukare sama deshita. Bye bye. Bye.